Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to Big Ten Football and Beyond for this Wednesday, May 13th, as we've got a number of things to get in, uh, uh, get to today, the typical transfer news and recruiting news. Uh, we're also going to be uh, talking about some of the players coming back, um, and that I think are going to be the best candidates uh, for high draft picks next year. So we've got a few things that we're going to uh, get on the uh, – we have on the docket today that we're going to get to. A reminder about uh, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go to get all the detailed information inside the world of college football and the NFL in our notebooks daily, our recruiting boards. Working on that now, we've got the list of top players in the country the uh, top recruiting board, the horizontal board, and then we're certainly going to work our way through positions and um, by state, and then certainly have you some scouting notes on all these players throughout the summer. So going to be very busy for all you uh, college football fans, recruiting fans. As we try to provide to you things that you can't get anywhere else. Um, the ability with trained eyes from a – someone that's been a recruiting coordinator, uh, been a scouting director in the NFL that is going to be able to provide that type of information for you that you can't really get anywhere else. So we're here to provide that for you, uh, give you uh, analysis on uh, coaching issues. So from a coaching and a scouting standpoint, we can provide things for you that uh, uh, others just simply uh, cannot do. So we invite you to join us over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer less than $5 a month. And again, it's it's recruiting. It's college football. It's um, evaluating of uh, college rosters we're, we're working on. Um, um, evaluation of NFL rosters. The draft. Um, we've one-stop shopping football, LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. Less than $5 a month. Also, want you to call the great folks at 401k generation. They are the key sponsor to this podcast 
And the key reason why we have this podcast is what I really meant to say is they provide it for you. So we really appreciate that. We would appreciate it if you gave them a call or a text, a no-obligation phone call or text at 1-866-998-5879. Licensed in all 50 states, are they? So make sure that you check them out today. Um, again, um, experts in financial planning, they specialize in 401ks, but they can answer your questions and make sure that you're on track to meet your financial goals. So we appreciate you joining us. And again, check us out today. Also, make sure you're getting this podcast uh, wherever you sign up for your podcast. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. That's That way you can get the pro show as well as the college show, and we encourage you to uh, check them both out each and every day. Uh, interesting, I uh, want to lead off today with something that we actually talked about a little bit last week, but for those of you that are just true Big Ten followers, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, wrote an open letter regarding changes that he'd like to see with regard to the NFL draft uh, transferring. He's talked about he thinks a player should be able to transfer anytime he wants to, uh, anywhere he wants to. Um, He also believes that players should be able to declare for the draft at whatever age they feel ready rather than the mandated three years out of high school. Secondly, he believes that players who go undrafted should be allowed to return to school. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting thoughts and ideas. Um, a a lot of it, I don't know how well thought it is or just something that comes to his mind. I've known Jim for a long time. He's a little bit of a unique guy. He is, is an outside the box thinker, which I like because it gets me to think a little bit differently. I consider myself thinking outside the box, but I'm a little bit more, uh, I give a little bit more thought to things and run it through a few different areas and platforms to make sure that it, it, it meets the standards. And a couple of things I would say. Um, with regard to players transferring anytime, anyway, I think anytime you have rules that have no teeth to them, anytime you don't really have rules, anytime you just create a situation where a player can leave on a whim, I don't think it's a good thing. I think we've got some issues that we've got to deal with in college football and and don't think for a second that the whole pandemic situation where if we have situations on campuses where students are limited or fans are limited, um, Yet, there is definitely concerted effort to play football because financially it's crucial. That's going to only exacerbate the the movement behind the you got to pay the players crowd because without the players, you can't have a season. And that means that they are essentially employees. And that's what that crowd is, you know, behind. Um we're going to have a lot of that. They're employees. They're different type of rules. There's, you know, a lot of things that right now you hear that what they're not employees. They're student athletes. Well, they are, and I do think that they get great value with their educational opportunities. 
Um, probably need more. Probably should have done more for players down the road. But I guess in some respects, you give an inch, they'll take a mile. I think that we're just in a different era now where it would be very difficult to be in a leadership position. I feel for Mark Emmert. Most people hate him. I actually know Mark real well because work with him on getting Nick Saban to LSU back years ago when he ran LSU. But the, the thing that's difficult today, if you're trying to protect the amateurism in college athletics, you're having a tougher, tougher argument. You're having a tougher and tougher political argument. And I think things like, you know, hey, guy can leave anytime they want. That sounds good. That's, that's you know, certainly a free world of a student athlete that they can leave anytime they want. Uh, why not a football player? They're an athlete. They're a student. Why can't they do it? It's a valid point. Okay, but this is where the problems exist of we are in college athletics we are big business, but we, you know, we have a, a saying sometimes in scouting: you either fish or foul. So, some, you know, and and I think this, they want to be fish and foul. Um, you know, I I think it's very very difficult. I don't think players just moving anytime they want without any structure is bad. I think it's bad. It's bad for the players. Because the grass is not always greener, and most of the time they'll make mistakes when leaving. So in essence, if for no other reason, protect the players from themselves. You've got to have some rules in place that protect the game of college football. And if you're going to be a part of it, there needs to be maybe some things that you get that maybe, A, can protect amateurism, protect the student-athlete part of it, but allows them to have a little bit more incentive because that's what they want now. They want, you know, they they want to be athletes. They want to be students. Some want to be students more than others. Some will take advantage of that more than others. Some are just looking for a stepping stone or hope a stepping stone to the pro game from a big-time program. It, it really will depend and does depend upon how you structure it. But I think you can do it, but there needs to be structure. So I don't believe just moving guys around is the right thing to do. I think declaring for the draft is also interesting. Player can leave any time they want. Here's the problem. The problem is that players tend to listen and again, on the surface, it sounds great. I'll leave any time you want. Well, on the surface, that sounds good. Players tend to leave too early because they get bad advice. Some that get good advice and that are smart, that listen to the right people, make better decisions. But I think you're dealing with a circumstance where I think guys get misled. I am intrigued by a player being able to go back to college. Let's say a guy doesn't get drafted. He thinks he's going to get drafted. 
Um, having the right to go back to college. Now, the school has to be willing to take them back or another school. I think those that's an interesting thing, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm open to that possibility. Um, but there are some complexities on the college level about making sure that you manage your scholarships on the front end along with the back end. So if guys are not coming back, then you need to move forward. Um, and so if a guy is an undrafted free agent and you're a major college program, maybe you want that scholarship for a guy that you think has a chance to be developed into a, a mid-round draft pick, a, a better player in essence. But for one year, you may have a spot for him. Who knows? You might be able to gray shirt one of those really good players and bring this guy back. I, I like that as an, a possibility. I'm open to that. But I think it's really interesting. Uh, Jim, I don't think that people should dismiss anything he says just because, oh, he's Jim Harbaugh and who listens to him. I, I think that you should listen and sometimes even, and this is not the case with Jim, but sometimes the best ideas come from just throwing different things against the wall and we'll see where it takes us. Uh, on to some recaps of conference news this past week. Transfer news, former Nebraska freshman offensive line Xavier Trevino is transferred to North Dakota. He is an undersized quick guard, 6'1", 275. He walked on at Nebraska this winter, uh, but he's going to be pushing out. Um, uh, they're going to be adding him on scholarship at, uh, at North Dakota. Not North Dakota State, but at North Dakota. Um, it's a it's not a big loss for Nebraska football-wise. Somebody I do think that can help out UND, though. Former Cincinnati redshirt junior cornerback, um, the Hamlin kid is transferred to Toledo. I uh, played just one year with Cincinnati, but he's gained a lot of unwarranted notoriety with an arrest last July and attempting to elude a police officer. So um, from Cincinnati to Toledo, you know, it's interesting because Cincinnati has that feel of a program that's a really good G5 program. Toledo has been a solid program in the MAC. By the way, I'm sure you heard the news. Uh, we should mention this, that the MAC, uh, this is this is part of what we're going to hear about and talk about. Unfortunately, in the pandemic, this is going to be the negative effect. The MAC has decided uh, they're not at this point touching their conference football championship game, or they've made no decisions about their football season. However, they have decided to cut back on some of their conference championship. Um, the, the, the different sports and events. So, again, it's financial ramifications resulting from coronavirus is, is going to have an effect. And, um, look, bigger-time programs like the Wisconsin, guys taking pay cuts. Why? Because, look, you either have to take a pay cut off your big salary or we're going to have to cut part of your staff. Well, head coaches faced with that opportunity, got to do that. Uh, they they begin to look at different ideas. Uh, you can look at the major part of the program, the the support staff with the major programs, or uh, 
the the main people at the smaller programs. I mean, I think that uh, it, it could go down in, in certain schools to elimination of sports, and we've seen some of that. We saw our first school, Florida Tech, um, completely eliminate the football program. Just as simple as that. The expenses and not being able to make any money and um, in, in this current environment, they just can't afford the expenses associated with it. So uh, off we go. Uh, some recruiting news around the week uh, in the Big Ten. Ohio State's four-star, continue to roll, four-star verbal commitment. Uh, Kyle McCord had a chance to look at him recently um, as they got a lot of commitments already. League quarterback prospect. Boy, kid's good-looking kid. Uh, 6'3", 204, and he's got some dual-threat capabilities. Can move. Um, He's got a lot of potential. Uncommitted four-star defensive end Jabari Ritchie is announced, will announce his pledge in June, June 12th, I think, to be exact. He's 6'4", 275. Um, he'll be deciding between uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, and Ohio State. He's from uh, Kernersville, North Carolina. North Carolina has uh, the look of a f- front runner at this stage, but we'll see. We'll see if the Buckeyes can come in. North Carolina certainly had a nice run and doing a good job in state, and it's been a really good year in state of North Carolina for four- and five-star caliber prospects. Uncommitted three-star safety Josh Moore has released a top six uh, consisting of Northwestern, along with Boston College, Notre Dame, Stanford, Syracuse, and Duke. Um, and he's 6'2", 195-pounder, really uh, into the academic side of it. So Northwestern and uh, Stanford and Duke are the ones that I think we need to watch out the most. Of course, Notre Dame and Boston College, Syracuse, I think um, we're talking about a top 50 safety prospect for the 2021 cycle. Uh, three-star wide receiver Deion Burks make his college commitment uh, coming up the end of this week. And we're looking at Purdue as the favorite here. But Boston College, Iowa State, Kentucky, and Cincinnati are all in play here, 5'10", 165. Maryland received a verbal from three-star athlete C.J. Dippery. Um, he's 6'5", 245. Um, uh, he's, uh, he decided to go to Maryland over Syracuse and Boston College, Rutgers, Virginia, Pitt, Kentucky. Um I think that uh, I know Kentucky was looking at him as a defensive end. Most people are looking at him as a guy that can play tight end or defensive end. I uh, think he's, you know, got some possibilities as a stand-up outside backer as well, but I think he's grown into more of the defensive end position. Maryland received a, um, another verbal from three-star tight end Weston Wolf. Um, he is uh, – you know, Northwestern, Central Florida, Miami, West Virginia. Um, he's a top 50 tight end in this class. He's a top 150 player in the state of Florida, which is really good. Maryland's got 13 commitments. They've done a really nice job of getting some quality players. Not getting every top player in that area now, but they're doing a really nice job. Michigan with a couple of verbals. One uh, from three-star safety, Rod Moore. Um, was considered a strong lean to them. He's a top 15 player in the state of Ohio. They also got a commitment from linebacker Tyler McLaurin, uh, 60, 210 pounds. Um, they've got a dozen commitments of their own. Nebraska with a verbal from three-star quarterback Heinrich Harburg. 
Uh, the first in-state quarterback commitment in Nebraska in a while. I think since 2003 when the uh, average kid, Allen Average, committed. Um, he's uh, he's a fourth-best player, top-five player in the state, and he's one of the top 15 best dual-threat quarterbacks around. So good get for them. Um, uh, he's a tall, angular kid. He's 6'5", 185. North Carolina State, Vanderbilt, Harvard were the other schools that were, were in on him, recruiting him the hardest. Minnesota received a verbal. Um, Four-star running back Marquise Irving. Um, Good-looking player. Um, Good-looking kid that I know Wisconsin, Virginia Tech were in on him from Hillcrest High School in, uh, in Illinois. Uh, he's a top five player in the state of Illinois and a top 15 running backs. Really, really good player. Four-star kid uh, that for Minnesota is really, really good. And Penn State gets a verbal from four-star athlete Lonnie White, 6'2", 2'10", threat guy. Um, uh, he's, you know, he's a um, from Malvern Prep in Philadelphia. Likely going to be playing wide receiver once he enrolls at Penn State. Again, really good-looking athlete. Hey, a couple of notes here. And a couple of guys hit me up on Twitter and really appreciate it and really appreciate you listening. Um, you know, I think it was a Michigan State fan. A little upset and we hadn't talked about them. We, we talk about Michigan State. What we do on these shows, we kind of recap the week that was. So he was a little frustrated that he hadn't heard about the players at Michigan State is committed. Well, again, and we understand maybe you can't listen all the time, and there's nothing we can do about that. We're not recapping all the players. We basically recap the week that was. So on the commitments that Michigan State's had, when they had a you know, bit of a wave of guys and all the coaching changes and all those sorts of things, we had a lot of Michigan State information. Now, that – hasn't been recent because there's nothing going on at Michigan State. There wasn't any Illinois or Northwestern or, you know, uh, Rutgers conversation today because there's no commitments. There's nothing um, of, of, of note that's happened in kind of the recap of the week. So understand that what you're getting in that part of the podcast is what's happened over the past week that – has been uncovered or we've addressed. So we, we try to do that. Um, you may have become aware of it in a given week, but we might have talked about it three weeks ago when we got first wind of it. So, look, I know maybe it's frustrating if you're tuning in to hear, you know, if you want that, that's where the season's in play. Well, we talk about every team every week because everybody's playing. Um, but recruiting in this time of year, it comes in waves. There may be five or six nuggets on one school, and a lot of schools may not have much. just depends on what happens that week. Now, we do try to, as we get closer in the breakdowns of the personnel and the teams, we'll go over each team and, and, and we'll talk about it. But that's not what we're doing. We're not talking about who Michigan State's recruited that we've already talked about before. We, we tend to Again, we tend to talk about, again, what's more relevant. So, um, sorry if that frustrates you. We appreciate you listening. Um, by the way, uh, looking at guys that are 
coming back that I think have a chance to be good players. We'll start with the Michigan State guys, guy that I think is really intriguing. Uh, they've got a couple of good linemen. Naquan Jones, a defensive tackle. It's a bit in transition, tough guy. Uh, I think he's going to be a leader for their defensive front. He's a prospect that I'm on my high on my watch list for the Spartans. Also, at offensive tackle, uh, Kevin Jarvis um, is a really good player, and I know their offense hasn't looked good. This guy can really play. I think Jordan Reed is another good offensive lineman. Uh, I think as their technique improves, they've got a chance to be really good players. So those are those are some guys. Uh, and again, we're talking about kind of draft checklist. So um, certain guys. Obviously, a lot of talk about Justin Fields. We're going to see how he develops as a passer. I think he's got a way to go there as a projection pro-style passer. But, um, you know, I think he's more thrower at this point. I think he's very talented. He's got a chance to go very high and develop into a really good player. He's already a really good college player, but I'm talking about as a chance to develop into a really good uh, pro player. Michael Parsons, maybe the top defensive player in the Big Ten. The linebacker Penn State's going to be – Real physical force to watch. I'm uh, very curious to see what Sean Wade does at Ohio State, uh, replacing Jeff Okuda. Uh, Rondell Moore, receiver from Purdue. He's a dynamic athlete with the ball on his hands. Um, another year, another tackle at Iowa. That's a really good prospect. Alaric Jackson, we knew that. We've been talking about Alaric for a while. Um, he's He's so big. He's so tough to get around. He's going to be... Really intriguing. I like Pat Fryermuth, the tight end at Penn State. This is a big guy. He's the best tight end they've had since Kyle Brady. It's really, really good. In terms of interior offensive linemen, the best is Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State uh, in the Big Ten anyway. Uh, I think his teammate Thayer Mumford on the offensive line, a tackle of really, really good prospects. Jalen Mayfield, a tackle at Michigan's another good uh, prospect that's going to get drafted. Lorenzo Neal, the defensive tackle at Purdue. Um, Turf Borland, Ohio State. Curious to see what Dylan McCaffrey does and how he develops at quarterback. Isaiah Laudermilk, the defensive end at Wisconsin. So he's the next guy that can be good edge rusher. How uh, effective will quarterbacks like Sean Clifford of Penn State and Tanner Morgan of Minnesota be? Uh, Patty Fisher, really good college linebacker. Um, is he more than a two-down linebacker? It's what I'm going to be studying and following. Um, Nico Collins, a receiver from Michigan, another player with good numbers. Rashad Bateman, um, a receiver from Minnesota, obviously lost a good one, got a good one back. Um, another tight end that I like in the conference is Jeremy Ruckert of Ohio State, good complimentary piece to their offense. And then um, Andrew Stewart, the tackle at Michigan's good-looking player. The center at Penn State, Michael Manet's a really good player. DiCaprio Booty is a corner at Nebraska that I'm following closely. So those are some guys that I wanted to mention. But anyway, uh, and if you got any questions out there, if, we got, uh, if you're a Michigan State fan, you don't like it, uh, you don't like uh, there's not enough, ask a question. Again, in the news and notes or the kind of the recap of the week, it's uh, that's going to be cyclical. And it's been a while, quite frankly, since – We've had Michigan State have a recent commitment that we haven't talked about. But we get to all of them. We have talked about every one of their commitments. I know that, um, that they've had. Now, I think 
they're going to have more commitments. And when, uh, when they do and when it comes out, uh, we're going to talk about it. Here's the other thing to keep in mind that's interesting. Um, we've got 600 more commitments this time this year than we did last year. It's setting up for a lot of decommitments. As things open up and kids begin to change their mind and schools go in and change their minds and help convince change their minds, it's going to be real interesting. So uh, make sure that you, you follow that. Hey, appreciate you joining us. And uh, remember to flip on over to the Pro Football Show as um, we've got uh, all the latest information for you there. And make sure that you check with us tomorrow. Uh, as we uh, get into Big 12 football and beyond, as more college football talk, check out the great folks at 401k Generation. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you again next time, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.